Welcome to Blazing Guts. I'm Teresa Blaze, and I've got my co-host, my sidekick, my all-around good friend, Michelle Saunders Guts. Michelle, it's kind of been a while since we've been able to do a show together. I know, Teresa. With all these distractions, it's crazy. I feel like uh, something's out there trying to keep us from doing what God has called us to do. Yeah, well, you know, between your being sick, my being sick, I mean, it has just been crazy, but we're back and the NFL has kept on going despite us having issues. Um, So let's jump in, shall we? Let's go. Go, go, go. Uh, First of all, uh, let's talk Kansas City Chiefs. There's not really much to talk about there because they had a bye which I think was pretty good for them considering this point in the season. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, they came off a high with that win in Germany against Miami Dolphins. Uh, What a great game that was. Um, And I loved every minute of it. And the fans did too. It was intense. A very intense game. But anyway, yeah. So, you know, the the Chiefs are off trying to regroup, do everything they can, keep, uh, you know, moving forward with their, you know, practices um, where they need to, resetting everything in their plan. And I'm also pretty sure it gives people that were banged up time to heal up, too. Yes, I agree with that. And, you know... Uh, there's always something with the guys, right? It seems like it's just life happens, right? Life happens in the NFL too. Yeah. And it's just that their sport happens to be a little more uh, rough going, you know? Yes. Oh, absolutely. The only thing is the big news is, of course, you know, getting ready for this Philadelphia Eagles game because it's got to be competitive. You know, here's Kelsey Brothers each one playing on different teams, very competitive, very, very competitive. That's a a rematch of that one Super Bowl. That's going to be really good. I, oh, that is going to be exceptional, I think. And I know that uh, I'm sure the national media is making the big storyline. You know, the two brothers are are rematching. And I'm pretty sure, because I know that they do a podcast together and I've, listen to a couple shows on that you know there's going to be some um you know there's going to be some trash talk and that's you know typical when you've got that kind of storyline but i'm going to be more interested to see um how the chiefs handle this rematch because i i remember very distinctly that super bowl and it was very well played Yeah, I don't know. I think the Chiefs have got to just stick to their game plans and, you know, stay the course, be consistent. People keep off injury lists and make sure that, like, they are very proactive in how they expect to win. And and the Eagles, you know, they're awesome. I mean, they they really are. And, you know, Jalen has this big desire to... And I believe Jason, Kelsey, I mean, they're the ones out in the media, it seems like more, but they definitely are like hungry, 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 hungry to win. I think the biggest issue that I see with the Chiefs is they hurt hurt themselves. You know, they're very good. They know how to win. But in doing that, one of the things that I see is that like, how many penalties do they get per game? Because 
you cannot continue a, a winning streak if you're continuing to get penalties that push you back negative yard wise. I just think that it's got to be tough. They got to play and perform all the way around. It's just not, it's not going to be an easy game. I think it's going to be one of their toughest games. And so, you know, and you know, when they, let's face it. I mean, when the chiefs are playing well, I mean, nobody can beat them, but when they're not, and they're having an off game, like they did when they played the Broncos, I mean, it's like crash and burn. And you, and especially with a team like the Eagles, you've got to have all three phases of the game on point. If one phase is not on point, you're going to have a very long day. Yes. And I just have a feeling, I mean, now they are playing, um, here. Okay. So they're playing at Arrowhead in Arrowhead. Yeah. And I guess, you know, the weather as I'm seeing it isn't going to be cold, cold, cold and windy and. I see, or it, you know, I think the weather will definitely be good. I think they're really in a great position to win this game. As long as the players are focused and aren't distracted and are doing what they should be doing, they're playing together well as a team and they've got the right people playing for this defense and, you know, for the Eagles. And, yeah, and you if know, I'm them. the Eagles, and if I'm the Eagles, I would do two very important things. One, keep a man on Travis Kelsey at all times. Oh, yeah. And and the scoop is, you know, we, we have to stay away from the distractions. But, you know, when Taylor Swift is coming to the game and the parents are going to meet and they're going to be together. And I mean, you know, even Andy Reid's like, well, Travis really plays his best. Like he's really playing out there so i mean that could be intentional there i would be the eagles i would intentionally like you said i think they would be watching that right keep a man on him don't let him get any um like chunks of yardage the other thing that i would do is have a spy on mahomes they know that he is one of those guys that can run they know he can throw dimes down the field i would keep someone whose job it is okay if he's gonna run my job is to stop his run okay and if i'm the eagles that's the just two things that i would do the other thing i think that's gonna determine the game in my opinion is who's gonna control that line of scrimmage because if it if the Chiefs can control the line of scrimmage on offense and defense, uh, that's going to say a lot going forward for their game. If they are not able to, it's going to make it a very uh, rough game for Mahomes back in that pocket because then they're going to have to focus on keeping uh, that defensive line off of him so he has enough time to throw or do what he needs to do. I totally agree with that. So it'll be good. I mean. It's exciting to watch football like this. And so, and it'll be fun to recap it too. So anyway, how are your cards doing, by the way? They were going into the Atlanta Falcon game at one and, yeah, one and eight, I think it was. And I was getting really nervous. And then I heard that Kyler Murray was coming back and actually playing this game. And... I was like, well, that's going to be interesting. One, that might give them a little bit of a lift because they need that. Number two, I'm going to be very interested to see um, how Murray plays. Uh, 
Murray played incredibly. Uh, he rushed for a touchdown. Um, I think they were close to sacking him, and he just turned on the Jets and ran, which was a very good sign considering that uh, he was coming back from a, a ACL injury. And so they actually got a win uh, on a walk-off field goal. And so they won the game against Atlanta 25 to 23. I would say the, the only, the drawback that I saw with the Cardinals. Yes. I'm ecstatic that they got the win. They, they played on point. Murray threw mostly well. He threw one interception, but the defense was able to stop them, you know, most of the time and, and, you know, deal with the issue. The issue that I see with the Cardinals that they have got to clean up or, they're not, they're just not going to get victories. You cannot, you just can't. They had eleven penalties on the offensive or in the game. I I, I watched that and I'm like, eleven penalties. That's not just okay. You're just you're you're, you're beating yourselves. You cannot take that many penalties and expect to win games. You just can't do it. I don't care how good you are. I really don't. You 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 make that many penalties, that is sloppy football. Am I glad that the Cardinals got the win? Absolutely. Um, am I glad that Kyler came back and per- performed uh, exceptionally well? You bet. But can we please clean up the penalties? It's killing us. I mean, I'm going to be very interested to see how the Cardinals perform going forward. Can they Can they put together a string of victories going forward? Well, we're about to find out. But in order to do that, they've got to clean up the penalties. Yeah, I I agree, Teresa. From, you know, what little I've been able to, you know, see them play or hear about how they're doing, which, you know, I'm definitely interested, you know, because I always like to see teams that are building, build into greatness. So, you know, they are definitely um, a team that, you know, had great momentum and they were doing incredibly well. And then things happen and, you know, now they're trying to rebuild, restart, do all those things, which, you know, that's part of the NFL. I mean, it's constantly moving and changing and people change and go. And, you know, it's, you know, it's like anything, you know, you have to get better at what you're doing and. You know, at least Kyler's back and just keeping him going. I think you'll see progression. I think I think so, too. And I've noticed a maturity listening to him. And, you know, um, you know, because he's he's still, you know, growing and learning. He hasn't he doesn't have the years of experience of a Patrick Mahomes or, or one of the other, you know, top notch players. But, you know, he's got talent, I think that almost losing the ability to play football for a while. I think maybe he, you know, you know, I, I think maybe that matured him a little bit where, you know what, I'm, I'm lucky to be playing this game. I'm going to put in the work and I'm going to be the team leader that I'm expected to be, you know, and I'm excited to see what that means and what that looks like both on and off the field. It's really fun. I mean, just kind of seeing where the NFL has gone right now and where we are. My goodness, we're November. We're going to be in December. But soon, you know, we're going to be Super Bowl time. 
Yeah. And I haven't even, I haven't even come close to making my playoff predictions. I just, I haven't even touched that yet. <laughs> yeah. Well, Lost Man, he does some predictions and then he, you know, he changes. <laughs> He's like, ah, ah, I'm going to do this. Well, no, I think I'm, I'm redoing, I'm rethinking this one, you know, but I mean, that's part of it, right? It's part of it. Yeah, because you see teams that you didn't expect uh, to play so well actually start coming out and you're like, wow, I did not see that coming. So uh, we have one more team to get. And then um, I believe you have a player to highlight. So um, let's do that. Um, Denver Broncos. Now, they just played just as recently um, in the Monday night football game. And it was good. It was a great game. We, You and I talked through that game. Oh, yeah. I was watching it. And, you know, now, you know, that was a that was one of those nights where my body was being I was just not feeling good. Good. But I was watching that game and I saw a team that's starting to play like they're hungry. They're starting to get that taste of victory again. You know, because I know they've struggled, you know, between last year, they only had five wins on the season overall. And this year has been a struggle for them. But I'm starting to see a team that is starting to get that taste of victory and they're starting to wake up. Yeah, they beat the Bills. I mean, it was very close. And, you know, at the Bills Stadium, which is a hard place to play as it is. That is. Yeah. And so, you know. I know the Bills were like kind of taken aback. I don't think they thought that they would beat him either. I mean, you know, kind of like when the Chiefs played Broncos. Um, so it was really interesting to see, you know, and and the breaks that, you know, were given, you know, to the, you know, the Broncos too, right? I mean, that kicker, you know, that was phenomenal. The kicker that got to kick again. And and that's how they won the game. And, you know, I almost am wondering, I mean, do you think maybe that, you know, because like the Chiefs tried playing them and now the Bills, do you think maybe these teams are underestimating the Bron- Broncos and they consider them to be, a, be pushovers? Uh, I don't know so much i just think that the team has just stepped up you know russell wilson he's really really been a his accuracy and his passing and running a little bit and you know some of the stuff i've seen from him is really russell wilson i mean you know kind of how he was performing when he was playing and doing so well with the seattle seahawks right or oh i don't even remember because he used to give me kittens when he would play arizona Oh. Well, I mean, I, I saw a really strong quarterback uh, in his passing. And, you know, I just, I don't know. They, they're they relentless. That's the thing I've seen about the Broncos. They're not giving up. They just keep going. They keep going. They keep going. I mean, and I mean, so here's my question. I mean, so, I mean, getting back to the playoffs, right? I am not, I am not banking on Arizona making the playoffs this year. I just don't think they're going to do it. Uh, even with Kyler back, I don't think they're going to do it. My, here's my question. Do you think Denver has a shot? Well, what are they now? Three and five? I think so, yeah. And Chiefs are seven and two? I mean, I, I, I mean, the Chiefs, I'm, ge- I'm guessing, are definitely getting in. I mean, the Chiefs, I, I, I have no doubts. They could. 
Possibly, but I don't know statistically if they could do it. True. I don't know. But I think I think they're going to make a run for it. I think. And well, and, you know, they should. I mean, they should do everything they can to do what they can. And if they can get into the winning slots, you know, and it's achievable. At the very least, try for a wild card. I mean, I don't think the Chiefs are going to have to. That's what I'm thinking. It would be a wild card in, right? But yeah, I would. I mean, that to me would be success. Mm -hmm. I agree. If they get into a wild card, I mean, that's that would be great. Great. I don't know if Russell Wilson's going to continue playing after this year. I I just don't know. Mm, Well, I mean, and if he doesn't, that means the Cardinals are going to need Cardinals. God, Denver is going to need a a a good quarterback. I mean, they're just going to be on a quarterback hunt, and you know, it's going to be interesting to see what happens on that front. But you know, um, I would say, I mean, I would say Denver might have a chance, but I I'm not saying. I wouldn't say that for sure because, you know, like Arizona, they've been in rebuild and um, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, I mean, because Denver has uh, uh, Vance Joseph uh, uh, as their defensive coordinator. The interesting thing about that is Vance Joseph used to be the coordinator for the Cardinals. Yeah. You know, and, world. yeah. Now, and I like him. He's he actually he plays a very rough defense. You know, um, I like how he does things. So I think it's going to be very interesting to see what happens going forward. So, well, let's take a break. Uh, We have a new sponsor and I am really excited. Um, You know, um, we are welcoming Faith Fuel Supplements. And there's actually going to be a couple products that you can actually check out right now. Uh, If you go to Faith Fuel Supplements forward slash B&G, You'll be able to uh, uh, sign up for it, and when and then when the store goes live, we're going to have some uh, a couple of really good products. Everything from uh, sleep to uh, actual CBD products to help you uh, fix what might be going on. You know, maybe maybe sometimes you struggle to get into sleep. Believe me, I've been there. Um, or maybe you need something to relieve some issues that that CBD can help with. Well, trust me, you'll be able to find what you need there. Um, and the, but the other thing that's going to be different about this company that I think you guys will love, not only is it going to sell the supplements you need to kind of help you set things up, but there's also going to be some devotionals that are sent out because it's one thing to help the body. It's a whole other thing to help your spirit and your walk with God and, you know, your, your thinking. And, I'm really happy to have this this sponsor on board. I'm really happy to see where it goes. Michelle, what do you think? I think it's awesome. I would love to check out more. I mean, the fact that it has, you know, the whole spiritual connection to wellness and that's all part of it. It's all holistic. And God created us that way. Physically, emotionally, spiritually, we're all in his image, made in his image. And so, yeah, I think it's great. Um, it's hard to find supplements that are endorsed from faith-based organizations that also tie scripture uh, in. So I think it's going to go well with, you know, certain people within this 
group of people that are out there that really do believe in holistic health. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, so if you go to supplements forward slash BNG, you'll be able to learn more. I'm really excited uh, to see what happens with it. So now, uh, one more thing. Before we get to your player, Michelle, let's find out what happened in the rest of the NFL. Hey, everybody. Welcome one. Welcome all back to Loshman Across the NFL, a special segment of the Blaze and Gotch podcast that you can find on Facebook, on Instagram, and at www.blazeandgotch.com. That's www.blaes and G-O-T-T-S-C-H.com, blazinggotch.com. So glad you joined me again today uh, for Thursday, November 16th, 2023. As usual, uh, we'll get into some NFL uh, Week 10 news here. Um, on uh, November 15th, ESPN, uh, the Cleveland Browns are without their franchise quarterback, Deshaun Watson, going into Week 11 and for the remainder of the season. On Wednesday, the Browns announced Deshaun Watson will undergo season-ending surgery to repair a fracture in his throwing shoulder. An MRI performed on Monday revealed Watson has a displaced fracture to the uh, glenoid in his right shoulder. Team doctors determined he needed immediate surgery to avoid further structural damage. So we must wish the best for uh, Deshaun Watson and his recovery from this uh, injury. So I hope you all be praying for him. Uh, we never want to see anybody from any team get injured, and certainly not uh, seriously or anything like that. Um, on uh, November 16th, ESPN, the Miami Dolphins are to see the return of running back Devon Akane. Uh, he was injured in their October 8th game against the New York Giants, in which he finished with 151 rushing yards and a touchdown as part of a scheme they call Fast 21. Uh, and that was after running for 304 yards and six touchdowns in his two games prior to October 8th. Akane returned to practice on Monday after five weeks on injured reserve. They hope to have him back on the field Sunday when they play the Las Vegas Raiders. With Akane on the field earlier this year, Miami owned the NFL's top-ranked rushing offense, averaging 185.8 yards per game uh, in the four games he missed. That dropped to 100.5 yards a game at 20th in the league, despite uh, running back Raheem Mostert rushing for 291 yards and five touchdowns over the past four games. On November 16th, again, ESPN, in their Week 9 win over Dallas, the Philadelphia Eagles lost tight end Dallas Godert to a fractured forearm, and he is expected to miss extended time, but they are optimistic that he will return this season. The Eagles are uh, facing games against Kansas City, Dallas and Seattle on the road, then home games versus San Francisco and Buffalo. Godert uh, ranks 11th among tight ends in receiving yards that has made the Eagles the number eight rushing unit at 129.7. Uh, Jack Stoll, a third-year player out of Nebraska, is expected to take over. They can also utilize Grant uh, Calcaterra and Missouri Tiger Albert Okaway-Boonham that they acquired uh, from Denver in August. M-I-Z-Z-O-U. Yes, I am a Mizzou Tiger dad so had to stick that in there sorry about that um anyway week 10 results uh thursday uh uh november 9th he had the uh chicago bears 16 carolina panthers 13 panthers bryce young was 21 of 38 185 yards bears tyson Badgins 20 of 33 162 yards 
Um, he, Carolina's uh, Chuba Hubbard, nine carries, 23 yards. The Bears, Deontay Foreman, uh, 21 carries, 80 yards, and one touchdown. Carolina's Michael Strakan, one reception, 45 yards. Bears, DJ Moore, five receptions, 58 yards. On Sunday, November 12th, uh, the five and five Indianapolis Colts, uh, and they, they were, uh, the five and five Indianapolis Colts 10, the two and eight New England Patriots six. Two and, and let me say that again. The two and eight New England Patriots, uh, lost to the Indianapolis Colts 10 to six. Uh, Colts, uh, Gardner Minshew, 18 of 28, 194 yards, one interception. Patriots, Mac Jones, 15 of 20, one interception and, um, one, uh, I'm sorry, 15 to 20, 170 yards and one interception. Uh, Colts, Jonathan Taylor, 23 yard, 23 carries, 69 yards, one touchdown. Patriots, uh, Ramondre uh, Stevenson, 20 carries, 88 yards. Colts, Michael Pittman Jr., eight receptions, 84 yards. Patriots, Demario Douglas, six receptions, 84 yards. Uh, the six and three Cleveland Browns, 33. Balt, the, uh, seven and three Baltimore Ravens, 31. Uh, Browns, Deshaun Watson, 20 of 34, 213 yards, one touchdown. Uh, Ravens, Lamar Jackson, 13 of 23, 223 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Uh, the Browns, Jerome Ford, 17 carries. Uh, 107 yards, one interception. Ravens, uh, Lamar Jackson, eight carries, 41 yards. Uh, Browns, Amari Cooper, six receptions, 98 yards. Ravens, Zay Flowers, five receptions, 73 yards. The uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, 23. Green Bay Packers, 19. Uh, Green Bay's Jordan Love, 21 of 40, uh, 289 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. The Steelers, Kenny Pickett, 14 of 23, 126 yards. Uh, Green Bay's A.J. Dillon, nine carries, 70 yards. Steelers, Jalen Warren, 15 carries, 101 yards, and one touchdown. Green Bay's uh, Jaden Reed, five receptions, 84 yards, one touchdown. Steelers, George Pickens, three receptions, 45 yards. Rest of your NFL results in week 10. San Francisco 49ers 34, Jacksonville Jaguars 3. I did not see that one coming. Um, you know, like, let me say that again. San Francisco 49ers 34, Jacksonville Jaguars 3. The, Jag- the Jaguars have been on a roll lately and I just didn't see that one coming. Minnesota Vikings 27, New Orleans Saints 3, Houston Texans 30, Cincinnati Bengals 27. Didn't see that one coming either. Tampa, Tampa Bay Buccaneers 20, uh, Tennessee Titans 6, Detroit Lions 41, LA Chargers 38, Arizona Cardinals 25, Atlanta Falcons 22, Dallas Cowboys 49, New York Giants 17, Seattle Seahawks 29, Washington Commanders 26, LA Raiders 16, New York Jets 12, and on Monday, November 13th, the Denver Broncos 24, Buffalo Bills 22. Okay, so how did I do in my predictions in week 10? I said the Bears would win, uh, number one. Number two, I said the Colts would win. Number three, I said the Steelers would win. Number four, I said the Vikings would win. Number five, I said the Lions would win. Number six, I said the Cowboys would win. Number seven, I said the Seahawks would win. Number eight, I said the Raiders would win. Number nine, I said the Broncos would win. So I was nine of 14, and that's my first time getting more than eight right. So not too bad there. Um, so your week 11 games and predictions, uh, Thursday, November 16th, Cincinnati Bengals and Baltimore Ravens. I'm going with the Bengals on this one. Uh, the uh, Sunday and November 19th, the Pittsburgh Steelers and Cleveland Browns. I'm going to say the I wanted to say the Browns win. Um, but uh, now uh, with uh, Deshaun Watson being out, 
I'm going to go with the Steelers on this one, okay? So Las Vegas Raiders and Miami Dolphins, I'm saying the Dolphins win. The Detroit Lions and Chicago Bears, I'm saying the Lions win. Tennessee Titans and Jacksonville Jaguars, I'm I'm still going to go with the Jaguars on this one. Green Bay Packers uh, and L.A. Chargers, I'm going to say the Packers win. Houston Texans and Arizona Cardinals, I'm going to say the Cardinals win on this one. Dallas Cowboys, uh, Carolina Panthers, uh, Cowboys win. Um, and New York Giants, Washington Commanders, I'm saying the Giants win. San Francisco 49ers and Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I'm going to say the 49ers win. New York Jets and Buffalo Bills, I'm going to say the Bills win. Seattle Seahawks and L.A. Rams, I'm going to say the Rams win. Minnesota Vikings and Denver Broncos, I'm going to say the Broncos win. And Monday, uh, November 20th, you've got the Philadelphia Eagles and Kansas City Chiefs. And, of course, I'm going to say the Chiefs win on that one. And, of course, any of my picks are subject to change at a later point, which I always make public on Facebook so that it's uh, known that I that I make those changes. Um, and um, so, anyway, uh, my special feature this week is I mentioned the uh, history of football card collecting a while back. I wanted to give a shout-out to one of my local card shops called The Warehouse Sports Cards and Memorabilia, 1524 Northeast 96th Street, Suite D in Liberty, Missouri, 64068. I went looking to pick up some 2023 football cards here recently, and um, I uh, ended up uh, on my Monday off, and all my other local shops were closed on Mondays except them. I got a pack of 2023 score football, uh, which is part of a 132 card set. Um, and, uh, that, that pack had 30 cards in it. I won't get into every single card, but the uh, most prominent cards that I got were Dallas Cowboys quarterback, Dak Prescott, card number 225, Miami Dolphins quarterback, uh, Tua Tagliavoa, uh, card number 272, New York Jets quarterback, Zach Wilson, card number 288. Las Vegas Raiders and now New Orleans Saints quarterback Derek Carr, card number 137. Baltimore Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson, card number 188. Tennessee Titans quarterback Will Levis, rookie card number three. Vaughn Miller, Buffalo Bills sack attack, card number 15. Chicago Bears quarterback Justin Fields, huddle up, card number 13. Indianapolis Colts quarterback Anthony Richardson, rookie card number four. Um, Clark Phillips, the third, uh, cornerback for the Atlanta Falcons, rookie card number 389, um, celebration cards, uh, Jamar Chase of the Cincinnati Bengals, card number 12, Justin Simmons of the Denver Broncos, card number eight, and George Kittle of the San Francisco 49ers, card number 17. So those are, uh, that's my special feature for this week. Uh, so again, I hope you're enjoying these segments. I hope you're enjoying the Blaze and Gotch NFL podcast in general. Hope that we've been a blessing to you. Um, they've been a blessing to you in the seasons prior that they've been doing the show. Hope that my segments have been a blessing to you and joining with them here in this 2023 season. Hope you'll continue to tune in. Um, hope you are following the Lord Jesus Christ every single day of your life. He is the only way to true peace. He is the only way to eternal life. Jesus said in John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but through me. Um, John three sixteen says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. John three seventeen says, For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that through him the world might be saved. Revelation three twenty says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in to him and be with him and he with me. The Bible says, If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will 
will be saved. So I hope if you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, that you will receive him by faith today. And again, this has been Lashman Across the NFL, a special segment of the Blaze and Gotch podcast. God bless. I love you. Jesus loves you. And I'll see you next time. Thank you, Lost Man. You're always uh, giving us those updates, and man, are they useful, because it's nice to see what's going on in the rest of the crazy NFL that we both know and love. So, uh, Michelle, you have a player to highlight, I believe. Yes, I do. Um, it's such a blessing to be able to do this, um, everyone. And so today we're going to talk about Raiders rookie quarterback Aiden O'Connell who finds peace in God's plan, according to Sports Spectrum. Um, It's so awesome to see that there are other people out there that are like Teresa and I, and that we want to bring awareness uh, to those players that are bringing Jesus Christ with them to the field and off the field. And um, Aiden is, as I mentioned, he's a, a rookie quarterback for the rest of the year. Um, with the uh, Raiders, and he got his first win um, on Sunday. Now, today is the 16th, and his first win was, uh, I think it was prior to November 8th. But anyway, um, one of the things about him is that he talks about his faith. He says he's a Christian. And I think that in the good and bad in life, there's a plan. And the Lord has brought me to this point in his career. Um, and he gives honor and glory to God. And he also, um, believes that because of that, he rests in that assurance. And it allows him to sleep safely at night. And so, you know, being young as he is, I think it's really cool um, that he is, you know, grounded that way in his faith. Um, his start in the NFL has not been easy. He was recruited out of his high school in Lincolnshire, uh, Shire, Illinois. And he had committed to playing football at Wheaton College, but changed his mind. He accepted a walk-on offer at Purdue. Um, and then from there, he wallowed deep on the depth chart, had serious injuries. And he was, um, I guess, the first walk-on ever to start a quarterback for the team that he played, the Boilermakers. Um, and then unfortunately he had a series of tragedy because his brother passed. And then he, you know, had to deal with that and the roller coaster of that. And then of course God opened the doors for him. And, you know, he's now playing in the NFL as a rookie quarterback and he got his first win there, um, playing, uh, on the Raiders and. He also says every opportunity experience I have is a blessing. I'm trying to decrease myself so that God can increase. I love that. And, and, you know, when you, when you share like a little bit of what he's gone through, it, you know, it's, he's not, you know, because when you step in the NFL, that opens up a whole nother world of, uh, 
pressure and temptation because when if you're when you become a quarterback in the NFL, now everything rests on you. But and and you're you're because you're carrying this team, and if if you're not ready for that, and you don't have that um, grounding, it can get really rough. And so, what I hear when 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 you share a story like that is, I hear a man that has seen uh, some hard times but who has grown uh, through them. And I hear a man who uh, has a very strong faith and that has kind of got been his guiding compass. And, you know, that man, you know, given his position now, I think that's going to serve him long-term going forward. Yeah. Remaining humble through success is, um, it takes personal discipline and strength you know and humility is one of the things that god really does honor in the lives of believers he's young too and you know to be able to achieve nfl success i mean it's like really that's dreams of people you know achieving those dreams and you know i think patrick mahomes leads the way really well with that I mean, he's grounded with his family and his wife and kids. And, you know, he does always try to bring God into his success, you know, because without that, you know, I don't think he would be uh, playing as well. And, you know, so I, if you look at the quarterbacks that are doing really well, I mean, Russell Wilson, Jalen Hurt, they're another one. I mean, they are strong leaders, but they also are very grounded in their faith in God. Now, there's a lot of judgment out there. Different people have different perspectives on lifestyle and, you know, and and they want to judge that. Um, I'm not here to judge any of that. I'm here to just bring to our fans um, another young man you could be praying for and supporting if you're a, a Raiders fan. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and, and I think that's what I love about these stories is we learn about guys that are, you know, not, we learn about guys that, that have this beautiful opportunity, this beautiful platform, and they can share the message of Christ, uh, through that. And like, to me, that, that's like, if you get that kind of responsibility and you are now suddenly on this national stage where you're now a quarterback or you're a top receiver or you're a you know a a high-end player or whatever your your job then becomes how do i reflect christ amidst all this chaos you know i mean despite the pressure despite everything else how do i reflect christ and that that to me is like there are you know you start to see those that can do it well and you may not even be on the top stage maybe you're not a high-end uh player but your job still is how do I share Christ to my to my family and friends, to my teammates, to my coaches? And how do I play as though he's the one that's my coach? And I love that. I really do. Yep. I do too. So it's really exciting. I was glad that we could highlight him too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I think with that, Michelle, I am so happy that um you know, we were able to um, highlight this new player. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. You know, 
you know, we didn't have to talk about teams losing this time. Thankfully. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, <laughs> I know. It's, it's talk about humble pie, right? No kidding. Especially when you're like eight and two or, or yeah. Yeah. Well, or what is it like <sighs> two and eight or whatever it is and, or three and you know, it's just, oh my goodness, you know? Um, so I'm just really happy to see that, uh, uh, you know, we were talking about the, talking about teams that got some wins, um, and I'm happy to watch some stuff going forward tonight. So, uh, I think with that, guys, we will, um, Michelle, thank you so much for coming and doing what we do. Love it. Absolutely. With that, I'm Teresa Blaze. This has been Blazing Gut, and we're out. If you run across someone that we don't know about, please text it in. I want you to text NFL to 575-223-1596. You're going to get a little link. You're going to fill out your information. If you got football thoughts, anything, we want to hear about it. 